she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. We read here within the sacred pages of Holy Scriptures a most unique account of the birth of Jesus Christ our Lord and the surrounding circumstances of his supernatural entrance into this sin-ruined earth. That he was born in Bethlehem, later lived in Nazareth, ministered in Galilee, taught in Jerusalem, and eventually went to the cross of Calvary to be crucified for our sins are undeniable facts of Scripture. All the prophets of old had testified in some way or another to his birth, his life, death, and resurrection. And even though, and even the angels of heaven affirmed not only his arrival to this sin-ruined earth, but also to his departure from it and his promised return once again. Great men and women of old and of the present testify also to his presence in their lives and his life-changing ability. This then brings us necessarily to the most important question about his person. This one who was born as a babe in Bethlehem. Who was he? Who was this Christ child born of a poor virgin some 2,000 years ago in a lowly town called Bethlehem? But even more importantly, whom do you say that he, Jesus Christ, really is? For you see, your eternal soul depends upon that answer. For the Lord himself told the religious rulers of his day in John chapter 5, verses 39 to 40, Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. And ye will not come to me that ye might have life. The Bible tells us in Romans 3, verse 10, There is none righteous, no, not one and that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, Romans 3, 23. We are, in short, without hope, if left to ourselves. There is not a single thing that we ourselves can do to save our souls. Because of the original sin of disobedience by Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, Sin has been passed down to every man, woman, and child that was ever born or will ever be born. And because of that sin, the whole human race has been tainted, has been alienated or separated from God, and as a result, headed to a Christless eternity in a place of horrific torment and punishment of sins called hell. That is why there is death. That is what the scriptures teach. It is not what the world wishes to hear. It is not what Satan wishes us to believe. For if we did, we would soon realize how badly and desperately we need a Savior. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4 tells us that the God of this world, Satan, 
hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. And what is the gospel of Christ? And why would Satan blind men's minds to not believe it? Again, we get the answer from Holy Script. In Romans 1, verses 16 to 17, the Apostle Paul writes, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone, to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And the central figure of the gospel of Christ, which is also our gospel of salvation, is none other than the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible first and foremost tells us that his birth was a supernatural birth. It was a birth like none other. Never was there such a birth before, and neither shall there be ever such a one in the future. Jesus had no earthly father. He was not conceived in the normal fashion. The prophets of old foretold that a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, Isaiah 7:14. And that is exactly what happened. The Virgin Mary was chosen by God to be the vessel through which the Son of God would enter this world. God, the Holy Spirit, was the means through which all this happened. In Luke chapter 1, verses 31 and 35, the angel Gabriel tells Mary, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. And verse 35, And the angel answered and said unto her, Now this is when Mary asked, How is it possible? How is it possible for her to have a child without an earthly father? And Gabriel said, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee, Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. That holy thing was Jesus Christ. He would be born as a man without a sin nature. He would be sinless, pure, and undefiled. And though he would be in Mary's womb, he would still be holy and undefiled. But he had to become man in order to be able to pay the price for our redemption, which was death. As God, Christ could never die. But as man, Jesus would die for the sins of the whole world when he would go to the cross of Calvary some 33 years after his birth. This was indeed a supernatural birth. God became incarnate. God took on the form of man. Jesus Christ, whom the angels announced would save his people from their sins, was fully God, and now he was also fully man. 
There was never a time which Jesus Christ was not God Almighty, but now he would also be fully man. The Apostle John records in John 1, verses 1 to 3, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. And then further down in verse 14, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The Apostle Paul also records the same fact about Christ in Colossians 1.16. For by him, that is, Jesus Christ, were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things. That is, he existed before anything was ever created. And by him all things consist. That is, he is holding this universe together by his power. And so the purpose of his coming to this earth has always been to be the savior of lost souls. He came to be man's perfect sacrifice and substitute for their sins on the cross of Calvary. John the Baptist identified Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world in John 1.29. God, who is holy, must by virtue of his character punish sin. And the just punishment was death, and eternal separation from God in a place called hell. But God is also love, and because of his love, God sent his only begotten Son, Jesus, to die for our sins in our place, so that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but indeed have everlasting life. That is why the angel announced so joyfully, in Luke chapter 2, verses 10 to 12, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. We read in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 2 that wise men from the east came to Jerusalem to see him and to worship him. They had followed the star in the east that led them to where the young child was. Now many today belittled this supernatural leading of the star and try to explain it away by pseudoscience because of their unbelief. But the wise men believed and they followed the star because they knew from their holy writings that a God-man would one day come to this earth to die for the sins of the whole world. And so they searched for the Savior that they heard would come 
and followed his star. They called it his star in Matthew 2.2, indicating that they were wise in the scriptures concerning prophetic things. And when they found him, they worshipped him and presented him gifts of gold, acknowledging his kingship and frankincense, acknowledging his deity and myrrh, acknowledging his death and burial. And wise men still seek him today. Well, I trust that everyone here this morning has found the Savior and is rejoicing in him today. For he and he alone is the Savior of the world. May the Lord richly bless you all this Christmas holiday as you celebrate him and enjoy his peace. Merry Christmas.